capitalists hope you're well so in the news over the last couple days jordan peterson went on joe rogan and made the announcement that he is going to take on klaus schwab in the world economic forum by setting up his own davos type of meeting but it's going to have obviously it's going to be considerably different and the main objectives are going to be uh, instead of trying to create solutions, he said his objective would be to address questions. And I think obviously this is a much, much better approach. Well, anything would be a better approach than <laughs> the World Economic Forum and Klaus. But uh, this goes to the heart of what I say on this channel all the time. And well, of course, I get this from Thomas Sowell is that there are no solutions, there are only trade-offs. So we can't discuss things in terms of absolute solutions. We first and foremost have to say, okay, well, let's put this proposal forward and let's discuss the costs, the benefits. Let's discuss the trade-offs here uh, because there are no solutions, absolute solutions at the end of the day. So it'll be really fascinating to see how this plays out, but obviously Peterson could get some very, very, very uh, heavy hitters to such a, a meeting. And um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic that you've got another group that's pushing back against the global elite, the World Economic Forum. I guess you could say, well, now all of a sudden Jordan Peterson becomes one of them. Maybe. I mean, I guess the question is, does Jordan Peterson become the next Klaus Schwab or does Jordan Peterson become the next Milton Friedman? I mean, based on his track record, I think the, there's a higher probability that he turns into the next Friedman instead of the next central planner or authoritarian, especially when you consider the research, the extensive research uh, that in thinking he has done on, let's call it authoritarian regimes of the past, to keep it YouTube friendly. But let's get over to this article and check this out. So this is from the deepdive.ca. So I'm assuming this is in, in Canada. Jordan Peterson proposes alternative to World Economic Forum. Will he be the new Klaus Schwab? I think it's highly unlikely. If you're looking at, uh, if you're describing Klaus, or using Klaus Schwab as a proxy for some sort of extreme authoritarian who tries to micromanage all of the plebs, the 8 billion people in society from this perch where he's influencing all of the, call them the global elite, the CEOs, the politicians, et cetera. Uh, I, don't, I don't see Jordan Peterson having that type of desire. I don't see him having an insatiable lust for power. Uh, and that's definitely the camp that I'd put Klaus Schwab in. So again, I, 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 maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I think this is fantastic. This is awesome. This is great. You know, could it lead to some sort of downside in the long term? Sure, of course. But um, I mean, over the next five or ten years, I don't see how it's a it's a bad thing that we have some sort of organization to uh, that that has you know a lot of people coming there to discuss very complex topics um, with an emphasis on, on free speech 
I don't see how that that's would be a bad thing to have that type of group pushing back up against the World Economic Forum. And I think that it would be extremely successful. And I think, again, the probability is high that Jordan Peterson goes in the direction of Milton Friedman as opposed to going in the direction of Klaus Schwab. So this is Jordan tweeting this. And if you want to check this out, which I actually do, uh, hopefully I'll have time to listen to this today at the gym, this uh, podcast episode with Rogan and Jordan Peterson. Now, when he talks, I don't want to go too far off on a tangent here, but I noticed that Jordan has been talking to a lot of people in the climate change space on his podcast. I actually listened to a few episodes when I was in Portugal. And he uh, talks to uh, a lot of people. I think he's trying to get both sides of it, but he talks to a few people who are extremely, extremely well-known and educated and uh, highly credentialed in the area of climate. And one gentleman in particular, I, I, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but he, uh, I mean, he was like at MIT, he was at Harvard. I mean, he is pretty much like the OG when it comes to the study of climate. And uh, it, it's fascinating to get his take on the current narrative that the global elite are trying to push. And I don't know that I'd say he, he, he would think it's nonsense, but he, 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 he disagrees uh, adamantly with this uh, narrative that we're seeing from the, I don't know if you want to call them climate alarmists or climate extremists, uh, whatever you want to call them. Uh, this guy could not have, uh, this guy could not have more credibility uh, in the space. And he disagrees with the majority of uh, their view. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out because I know that, uh, Jordan Peterson has really been going down that rabbit hole. And uh, if you want to listen to a great podcast on it, in fact, let me pull that up right now, just so I can give you guys the uh, referral here. I'd strongly suggest checking it out. I'm just going to type in uh, Jordan Peterson. And uh, let me just go to his, I'm going to go to his YouTube channel. And look, whoa. Okay. And it is, uh, I'll recognize the guy. Here he is right here. Climate science. What does it say with Dr. Richard Lindzen? And um, actually, after listening to this, I, I listened to uh, two or three more lectures from Richard Lindzen. And uh, they're really impressive. I actually listened to a debate that he had with another person that was uh, very interesting as well. So uh, if you guys get some time today or maybe over the weekend, I'd strongly suggest giving this a, a listen. But back to the topic at hand. Hey, guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. 
If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Moving down this article further, the worldwide group, according to Peterson, will be based in London. So this is now he's talking about the group that uh, he is setting up or might set up to be an alternative to the World Economic Forum with the first meeting scheduled for the fall. Oh, wow. He's already got a meeting scheduled. Okay. He didn't say anything about the group's name or who will be involved. Peterson went on to say that the consortium will be founded on questions rather than solutions. Very, very important. One of which would be bringing the most energy and resources to the people at the lowest possible cost. I definitely agree with that. You don't get to save the planet. And here's a quote from Peterson. You don't get to save the planet by making energy prices so expensive that no one poor can afford them. That's off the table, he said. You don't get to impose your utopian vision in the service of your narcissism on the poor. I couldn't say it any better than that. And I mean, how many times have we discussed this exact same thing? I don't, I can't, I don't articulate it as well as Dr. Peterson, but we've discussed this exact same topic that um, if you look at the Great Reset Agenda, if you look at the, the objectives that they have, this makes energy prices and commodity prices in general go up over the long run, not down. And you guys know that I believe that we are in the process or we are in the midst of a commodity super cycle. And I think one of the major tailwinds to that commodity super cycle is this uh, climate change crisis or this uh, agenda 50 or whatever they want to call it or net zero by 50 or the great reset agenda, this push from the global elite to move us to renewable or green energy is, again, one of the main reasons why I think that we are in a commodity super cycle and energy prices will go a lot higher. And who is going to suffer the most, as Dr. Peterson points out, that's going to be the poor middle class. The exact same thing that we see play out right now in Europe, I think we see play out over the next decade throughout the entire world. Again, obviously, that disproportionately is going to impact negatively the individuals that are living in emerging markets. And then the poor and middle class within the developed economies. And, um, you know, I'm very critical of the United States and their policies, but this is one thing where they have a massive, massive edge. Why? Because those commodities, and as of right now, those energies, uh, commodities are settled in dollars. And therefore, the United States can print the dollars to buy the food, to buy the fertilizer, to buy the oil, to buy nat gas, to buy XYZ. They don't need to, you know, they won't be in a position where they're uh, Turkey or Japan or something like that, where they're worried 
about having to earn the dollars in order to have the dollars to buy the commodities they need just to survive. And that is, boy, you want to talk about a position of power and a, uh, a huge, huge, huge advantage over the rest of the world. That is it. And, you know, that could play into why a lot of these countries are trying to settle energy in other currencies, such as the yuan or, uh, you know, the Renmin or the, uh, uh, the Indian rupee or something like that, uh, because they understand, you know, it's not just the dollar being an advantage because all their countries need dollars. Therefore, that creates demand for treasuries. Therefore, that keeps interest rates low. Therefore, um, you know, we, we can have a lot more purchasing power as Americans because of these, I guess you could call them artificially low interest rates because the dollar is the global currency. This exorbitant privilege, you know, it, it extends a lot further than that. Again, from the standpoint of if we get into a crunch as far as commodities, United States will always be able to print the dollars needed. They don't have to earn the dollars needed. And that is a massive, massive difference. But getting back to the article here uh, with Jordan Peterson, you know, it's it's clear that he's done some some a lot of research and a lot of thinking on this. And he obviously has a huge influence, a big following. And for him to start talking about the things that, quite frankly, we talk about on this channel all the time, I think is definitely a, a positive. Another dilemma is how to prioritize human well-being in harmony with nature, with a caveat that it should not be predicated on the idea there are too many mouths to feed and that you're evil if you just think about having children. Guys, what do we talk about on this channel all the time? The Malthusian cult. You guys know that that's exactly what I call the global elite. Again, Jordan Peterson articulates it far better than I can, but he's saying the exact same thing. <laughs> he's saying that we can't have, or we can't uh, go along with these Malthusian objectives of the elite. Uh, I just simply simplify it to calling them the Malthusian cult. Other issues the consortium hopes to address, he says, are how do we arrange systems of governance without a top-down approach like the World Economic Forum and how to promote long-term monogamous child-centered families? I mean, it seems pretty good. So I think this is something to definitely be optimistic about. And in the grand or in the larger scheme of things, I think it's really exciting whether you like Jordan Peterson or you don't, whether you like Elon Musk or you don't, you know, any of these people, the bottom line is they're starting to really push back. They're talking about very important issues and they have a massive, massive influence on society at large. And the fact that they're even, the fact that they're not just talking about these very, very important issues, but the fact that they're kind of siding with whether you want to call it the rebel capitalist community or freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. To me, that's exciting. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, just like Jordan Peterson is right now. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next video.